Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Vietnam, a nightmare of terror and brutality. In the rage of battle, they found the strength to kill and their friendship became the key to survival. Listening to Movie Sucktastic. Brief hiatus to movie sucktastic. Brief episode, episode number one hundred and forty-four. One, four. One forty-four. I was close. Close, don't cut it. Horseshoes <laughs> and hand grenades, my friend. And we're reviewing. Speaking of hand grenades, uh, uh, the the nineteen eighties vigilante. Uh, apparently, successful. taxi driver ripoff. Uh I. I w- 
I know kinda, Taxi Driver know. was four years earlier, but you get that Taxi there's Driver a, ripoff vibe. But it's it's it. There's a whole genre there that we'll go into as we get into it. That okay. it, that's part of it, though. Yeah. Uh, but this was um, uh, the Exterminator starring uh, what's his face, the guy from the Paper Chase, Robert Ginty. Robert Ginty, right? Uh, not 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 John Houseman. Although that would make it even and, better uh, vigilante film. The the father from uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Extra anchovies. Huh? Patrick Dempsey. I'm Can't talking about John Houseman from, from The Paper Chase. Yeah, I'm talking about... Never mind. I was just saying that if it was John Houseman from The Paper Chase as a bloodthirsty vigilante, it would have been a more interesting film. Yeah. We take care, we take care of criminals the old-fashioned way. Oh, no. It wasn't. Burn them. <laughs> it, it wasn't Can't Buy Me Love. It was Lover Boy. Lover Boy, yeah. Lover Boy. I love you. That's that's that movie. And and this <laughs> and uh this this is one in a long line of uh starting with Death Wish in 1974. I want to yeah, say 73 or 74 sounds right. Death 74, I was right. I actually okay. made notes here. Uh the um Oh, you did. One in a long shut up. One in a long line of <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm I'm, not, I'm complimenting you on making notes cuz I did none of that. One of many vigilante films that kind of got the ball rolling with Death Wish because that was such a huge hit. The Exterminator, which I had never realized before was a hit, apparently was. It cost $2 million to make, yep. but it made $5 million in the theaters, uh, which back in 1980 was actually quite a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, th- th- it was, it was, but it wasn't good enough that they didn't wait a few years before making the sequel. Yeah. Which, which I had that? forgotten the, about the until very, I did my research. The following year? 81, 82? I think it's 84. Ooh, they waited that long? I think. I got to double check, but uh, oh, pretty sure. Man. What was it, Robert Ginty? Was he holding out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, uh, well, yeah. interestingly <laughs> enough. They offered me a role in Star Wars. You're going to have to do better than that. Oh, guess what? You weren't in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, I'll do Exterminator 2. If I could fucking spell, I'd already be able to tell you what year it was made in. There it is, eighty-four. I was right. It's four years later. Okay, they did that. That's a long time to wait for a sequel. Yeah, and and not only was he in it, but also uh, Christopher George, who plays uh, the police chief in it or detective. Yeah, he comes back. No, (laughs) he he's in the second film as a totally different character. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, they 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 kind of pull the Ving Rhames from uh, Dawn of the Dead to Day of the Dead. Remakes. I, I never, I never watched Exterminator Two. I never, Me I neither. never bothered. I've never, 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 never. I forgot about it. So yeah, Mary Van Peebles is in it. There's a whole thing going on oh, with that. God, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, now my whole a- backstory with the film, I mentioned it a few episodes ago, uh, was that when I was a kid, um, I always. I always kept going to the video store asking for... Um, you were trying to get the Eliminators. The Eliminators, right. And right. I just the guy just kept giving me this film. Uh, because when I saw the Eliminators, the commercial for it, that film had not come out on VHS yet. But because, you know, I'm a kid, I don't know that. I kept asking for it at the video store. And the guy, he would just very nonchalantly, he just put it on the table. He goes, I think that's the movie you're looking for. <laughs> and it wasn't 
Make them die so, slowly. No. <laughs> so I saw this movie when I was a kid, not because I wanted to, but because I thought it was the movie I wanted. And my father kept renting it because he liked it, even though he damn well knew that wasn't the movie I was asking for. So that's my backstory with that, to refresh everyone's memory. There you go. Now, now we're all set. Now we're all set. You like now, that? Um, one of the oddest things about this film is... Uh, well, Robert Ginty is odd in himself because he, you know, I think the paper chase was his big claim to fame. Like, we'll got him on the map. And then after that, he just started doing all these action films, uh, low budget action films. Yeah. And he, he he was like, like, uh, help distributing them himself. And he was getting involved in that aspect and he made a lot of money on it, but he's really by typical definition or typical standards, not a good actor leading action no not a well that aside he's not a really great action lead he has the charisma of like daytime soap it's this is the best way i could describe his walk walk on on. (laughs) that's the best way i can describe his demeanor his delivery everything um and i don't know if he now there's an editor in the film the pay just just to, to give the pacing in the film is pretty bad Choppy. but what's what's worse is the editing well the, now now let's get this straight though not editing isn't like they didn't know how to edit a film as i mean when sometimes when you say bad editing it means it feels uh, scenes are cut short if well it feels like whole chunks of the film are missing yeah yeah exactly it really yeah, I mean, does. What? Feels like this is a longer film, like an uh, like a director's cut uh, with restored footage might actually end up being somewhere around two hours. Yeah, I mean, there are there are see like the first time uh, he goes the basic setup is he's from he was a Vietnam veteran. There's a whole opening war sequence where he's kind of a bit of a pussy. Yeah. In compa- in comparison to his big black friend, who's played <laughs> by uh, Steve James. Uh, no, not Steve James. Um, yeah, Steve James. Is it? Oh, it is Steve James. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, Steve of uh, American Ninja fame. Right. He's he's his big black friend, uh, and so in the Vietnam flashback, or it's not really a flashback; it's like a just an apple uh, a prologue. Uh, they're captured by the Vietnamese. There's a very kind of nifty beheading, and uh, yeah, that was a lot f- more fucked up than I remember. <laughs> uh, you right? know, as as a kid. I know I wa- I saw it and I, I just don't remember being trauma more I, I remember being more traumatized about it now <laughs> than I was when I was a kid. When he did that, it was like slicing through butter. And you know it made that it's, goopy sound like <laughs> And I'm like, what weird, the fuck? <laughs> it's one of those weird things that like as a kid I mean, no matter what, as a kid or as an adult, you know it's fake. Oh yeah. There's no question of that. But as a kid you're like, Okay, I know it's fake. As an adult, you're like, I know it's fake, but they went through a lot of trouble to make that as close to realistic as possible, and yeah. that's what you hang on, the fact that it's like aiming for that realism. There's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird, hard to explain, but I agree with you on that 100%. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, his his uh, friend, uh, Michael Jefferson, in the film, because you want to go with you know the Jeffersons, <laughs> and uh, he, sa- he saves everybody. <laughs> He's, he's, he saves Ginty, uh, paper chase guy, yeah, and then uh, then you flash back to modern day, and they're they're working at a Coca Cola distributor, beer distributor, beer, something yeah, like that. Yeah, a bottling company. Bottling company, thing, but but Nicole they're moving that. cans, so I, I. Sure. 
you, you see what I'm saying, though? Sure, sure. You're, you're right. It's a bottling company, but all you see are stacks of cans. So anyway, <laughs> there's an altercation with some street thugs, and this is the kind of fill. Now, 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 get it again, right. Get what? it right. The ghetto ghouls. Ghetto ghouls. The ghetto ghouls. They have, they have a street gang name. And <laughs> the thing with, you, you mentioned Taxi Driver. There is that kind of, uh, we'll get into that a little bit, because uh, okay. there's the whole Vietnam vet turned vigilante. That's a whole genre in itself. Taxi Driver being one of those films. Uh, I, I had a couple other listed down. Things like uh, Billy Jack's actually something like that. Vigilante Force, uh, First Blood, which came out a couple years later. So yep, you yep. you have that whole kind of Vietnam vet turned vigilante. There's a whole also a subgenre like a Vietnam vet cannibal films, etc. Uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of material there to use for horror films and action films. But uh, the reference I'm making is when they first meet these the, the ghetto ghouls when they're stealing beer from the place and uh, and Ginty's uh, or John Eastland is the character's name when Eastland's big black friend has to save him yet again. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that you can immediately see that 1974 Death Wish ref, uh, influenced by is that we're in that kind of weird vigilante movie reality where all street thugs have to have uh, funny hats. <laughs> it's the Jeff Goldblum effect. I, rich, I kill rich cunts! <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Ju Jeff Goldblum raped uh, Charles Bronson's wife, while wearing a Jughead hat, every <laughs> every street thug in all these vigilante films, they have to have you know the one guy's got like a colonial hat, the other one's wearing a, a, a ski hat. That's the uh, the band the red bandana. That's how you that's how you identify these guys. Yeah. So he he saves his friend. They go out for a beer at eight o'clock in the morning, uh, or they're going to go out for a beer at eight o'clock in the morning. But these the thugs catch up with his big black friend and uh, attack him and and uh paralyze him almost kill him yeah and i i'm doing this is the whole opening i wanted to get to this to explain the first major issue with the pacing that you talked about with editing we go from him into the hospital uh, and and i can understand i can understand the uh pacing as far as we go from having him attacked in the alley then we go to the hospital that's understandable that right. that's a that's a very understandable passage of time and i know what uh, you're going to bring up too but it seems to me like the way they paced it, and I'll let you talk about it in a second because I, I won't uh, give okay. it away. You, you can do it. But it's like they paced it because it's like, shit, this is only a, you know hour and 20, hour and 25 minute movie. we got to move it along. It's an hour and 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> it's like, holy if, shit. And if, that, if they're that concerned about pacing, there's something else that happens later on that I have a big issue with. Okay. But, so he's in the hospital. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll take care of this. Something will finally happen. Talking to his, his paralyzed big black friend. And then the scene cuts, and the next scene is one of the street gang guys uh, t trussed up in a warehouse, and he's lighting a flamethrower in front of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we, we, we jumped. We missed a couple steps here, didn't we? Well, and, and the, uh, well what's Where's funny the build up? is... <laughs> well, that's the thing. When I was watching it, I uh, I didn't watch it in my car this time. I watched it at home. On uh, on my big TV because I really wanted to take it in, and I literally turned my head for a split second. I'm like, "What the fuck did I miss?" I rewound it. I actually rewound it, and I watched it go from the hospital scene right from that scene back to the. I'm like, "Holy shit! There there's something missing here," and I don't remember that when I was a kid. I'm like, "Something's going on." This there's like, like there's like, like there, there's like you like you said there's like this five or ten minute buildup that j 
just got cut. It's on the cutting room floor, probably never to be seen, ever. It's like from the Anchorman. That escalated quickly, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, and, uh, and, I didn't listen to the audio commentary. They might have. They might mention it in the audio commentary things like that, but I, I didn't I, get around to it. Yeah, me neither. I, I've been very busy, but I, I will get to that, definitely. But uh, this is the kind of film where actually I'm glad I don't have the audio commentary because oh. <laughs> the, the stuff that's does, that's in, that's in, unexplainable makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. And now, here's the thing else I have a problem with. The, the poster, movie poster, is, is, is uh, a flamethrower, and he doesn't wear a welding mask anywhere in the film. And it's not even Jinty in, in the poster. It's just well, some other... The, the guy in the poster is masculine and strong and intimidating and, and foreboding. Of course, it's not Ginty. Uh, <laughs> and he's wearing like a. Uh, but how do they get away with jacket? shit like that? How did we even allow it? Is what I'm basically saying. How did we allow the poster to to not reflect anything in the film other than the fact that he just he flicked that guy's arm <laughs> with the flame, and then the scene cuts, and you never, ever. See the flamethrower again. The closest thing you get to a a, a a mask is a bicycle helmet, a motorcycle and helmet. That's it. Not only do you never see the flamethrower again, but it brings the question to uh, brings up the question. Not only where did he get it from, and you know, I, I again, I, I make fun of this foreshadowing, like in uh, Savage Streets, but oh gee, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen with that uh, crossbow in the window. But there's a difference between not foreshadowing something and just all of a sudden, yeah, I've got a flamethrower, what of it? And then next, but then we go to his apartment. There's no flamethrower hanging on the doors. Like they don't go, to, <laughs> they don't. When the cops get there, they're like, hey, I found a flamethrower in the bathroom. What the fuck's up with this? It's just, it's just a phantom flamethrower. And, and and the thing is too, if we didn't meet pretty much every member. Of the ghetto ghouls, I would say, okay, maybe he burned someone alive and the MPAA had a problem with it. Because there is a scene later in the film where the MPAA did have a problem with something and they were forced to blur it out uh, uh, in the film. But you, you meet everyone in the fucking ghetto ghouls. There's nobody, there's nothing. There's no, there's no other scene that could possibly have been cut. And, and, and here's, so, but... He has the guy trussed up, and, I, and let's face it, we should have we should have known ahead of time that the flamethrower wasn't predominantly throughout the film. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been called the exterminator; it would have been called the flamethrower guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> we should have seen that coming. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> but he he so yeah. There's that jump. He it's a movie the about guy. pest control. <laughs> and they do that again, and also he doesn't kill the guy, which is stupid because then he ends up having to kill him like an hour later. Yeah. You know, I was like, like, dude, what, you know, you're a shitty vigilante. But now, do you remember he, when I tells, said I'd kill you last? Yeah, yeah, you did. I lied. <laughs> now he he got the he got he got uh, the uh, address of the clubhouse for the for the ghetto ghouls from right. that guy. Leaves that guy tied up, but then goes and kills the other ghetto ghouls. Right, right. Now he, he now, goes there with a gun with a supposedly. With a, Machine gun. Yeah, supposedly though, because he drags two of them into the basement and ties them up, and then, like he he points the gun at them like he's gonna shoot them, but then he has a flashback of one of the guys getting shot in Vietnam, and then right. we come back, he walks away, and the one guy's still moving. I was like, wait, this, so did he shoot him or not? Right, and then the next shot is a crime scene where they said, oh yeah, this rat ate this guy's face off, and this guy's puking. It's like, so they're dead. Yeah. When did I that guess. happen? Right. <laughs> And um, now, and then that's when you meet the police, the police chief for the first time. Right now, and then the police chief, 
uh, who's it's an interesting character in the film, uh, and you always you know it's, it's always good to have that uh, you know the, the 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 good cop that you know that fellow veteran by the rules. Yeah, veteran too. So yeah, you're showing that you know breaking good and breaking bad there, and uh, you know whatever. But <laughs> we become we spend we end up spending a, like I'd, I'd say a good 15 minutes of the film on 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 dates with him and the, a nurse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For no real reason, that has no real tie to the film. Oh. Uh, Kind of unnecessary. I mean, him banging the nurse at the hospital allows him to be there when uh, when Ginty goes later to to uh, put his friend out of his misery. Spoiler alert. But uh, <laughs> but he could have easily just been there checking up on the guy. I mean, he didn't have to have this whole. And it shows right. a sensitive side to him that I don't care about. It's actually kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes bit. in there and he's just like, uh, blink your eyes twice if this is what you want me to do. And he does. And he's like, all right. <laughs> I was talking. Well, I was talking about the cop dating the nurse, creepy. But okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that oh, too. Okay, he grabs a cord and he's just like cuts it. Then it cuts oh. right to the very next scene. Is cut to him. It's like uh, to his wife. He's like, I'm, I know it's late, but I need to talk to you. Yeah, he he wanted me to kill him. It's what he wanted. The hospital didn't the hospital call? Yeah, it's what he wanted. If I was her, it's like every time he comes to visit her, they like, oh yeah, they you know they they crippled him. Oh no, they, he's dead now. I had to kill him. I just <laughs> and then by the time life. by the time he leaves, she's like all calm. She's like, ah oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like yeah, it was better. It's better. The kids. All right. Yeah, whatever. Now so he decides he has to get money for uh, his big black friend's family. Right. I don't know why I keep calling him a big black friend, but that's what he is. <laughs> There's really nothing else. They, he's only there for that purpose. He's uh, a, so, basically, he's so his he bodyguard. Ta- yeah, so he says, like, I, I know where to get the money. So, uh, so it, again, there's there's no setup to, like, okay, so he's going to case it or track stuff down. No, we just cut to some mobster that's been collecting money from the uh, the b- bottler, the owner of the bottling company, and uh, he's, he's having, he's you know, dinner with his gobble going friends and he said you know i'm gonna hit the hey hey you know we should go take a shit together what do you think yeah and uh, i'm paraphrasing (laughs) he he basically says that right yeah yeah i mean i should drop off the last meal before i have another one Ah, ah." (laughs) and it is so his bodyguard goes and he goes into the bathroom and then there's ginty hiding in the garbage can with a hypodermic (laughs) waiting for him to And, and somehow, he, he so he drugs him, somehow gets him out of the bathroom, which they don't explain that part. Don't explain how he knew he'd be in the bathroom. Right. And and takes him to the guy's own meat packing place because he's a meat mobster. The news actually calls him a meat mobster. I've never heard of a meat mobster <laughs> until neither. this movie. Yeah. And I lived they, near New York for a long time. I've never heard of meat mobsters. No. I mean, you think he might have been called, like, you know, the, the a butcher or something. You know, something right. a little bit more Italian. <laughs> I don't know, now, meat mobster. It, now, here's one of those weird things where they feel the need to foreshadow some things, but not others. So before this happens, they actually foreshadow a scene. They have a scene where the guy's training his new attack dog for the house. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we go through all that. That's a good three, four-minute setup uh, to deal with things. Uh, the, then, they, And then, then we're privy to the whole conversation of the government wanting him to the lower meat prices that has nothing to do with anything and never comes up again. So it is really... It, it's it, it's pointless 
Yeah, and, they, they, but, they, they come to him. They, they don't go to, you know, USDA Prime. They go to the Meat Mobster. Yeah. <laughs> to lower, it's like, why are you even talking to this fucking guy? You want, you want me to... You, what, Drop you want me five to cents? Out? Yeah, how much well, money I'm going to lose? Who sure fucking four, cares? Pretty sure it was four cents. I thought Not it was, to okay. quibble. <laughs> I thought it was five. I don't know, but in my head, it's definitely four. I, it's not worth. Well, talking. if if the scene comes up, I'll uh, I'll you know if we get that far in the review when that scene the closest, comes up, I'll play it. The closest this came to a good line is where he's complaining to the guys. Yeah, you know, you know, don't talk to me about the old days. At least the old days he had decent comic strips. So what? <laughs> like he's bitching because there's not there's no Flash Gordon. That's comics. right. He was reading, and 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 this is the only reason I know this. Okay, the only reason I know this is he was reading the Daily News. And it was in color. The whole thing was in color. The -hmm. Daily News, uh, back then, because my father would buy the Star-Ledger, the Daily News, the New York Post, only the Sunday Daily News came in color. So he was reading a... a, I'm just just saying, it's just this is stupid knowledge that that I'm just basically sputtering off. Uh, Some basic stupid movie knowledge. He was reading the Sunday News uh, from from the Daily News. So, so, so we're taking all. a lot of time getting to know a character that we're not going to have to know uh, ten minutes from now, and we went through the trouble of foreshadowing the dog. He gets the guy to the meat grinder place, puts him over a meat grinder, and says, "You know, I want you know, tell me how to get in your house to get the safe, and if you're lying to me, I'll come back and kill you." And he and the, the mobster purposely omits the dog. So, and we know because like, oh, there's that pause where like you hear the the, the audience go, "Oh." <laughs> So he goes to the house, breaks in, the dog attacks him, he kills the dog with a, 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 a electric carver. And yeah. this is a part where I want the pacing, where I'm, I want the scene where he's digging, where he's looking for the safe and everything, too. Uh, and But None all it just happens. cuts from that. It cuts from that scene of him, like, wiping his hand off of the meat carver. Just cuts back to the warehouse. He walks up, hits the button. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see a pile of, of beef, which you see before he puts him you know, in the uh, the meat grinder. He turns it on. Yes. Apparently, yes, they just leave piles of meat in these things, which I, th- does not make me, you know, uh, makes me even more concerned. I'm thinking Ginty put in some example meat. I don't know. I think they're pretty fucking disgusting. Now this <laughs> it's is just this leftover is where, meat. This is where I want to rewrite this film because the one thing I thought Ginty should have done to show the degradation of the character was right. he should have taken the dog with him and thrown the dog in the meat grinder first. <laughs> just kind of like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and then grind dog. the guy. And like make the guy watch him grind the dog and then lower the guy in. Sure. That's where I mean, like another, like you mentioned, we, we mentioned the scene where he, uh, where he asks Fred if he wants to, ki- you know, do you, do you want me to, do you want, do you want me to cut your life support? Because I will if you want me to blink twice. It would have been great if the guy didn't blink. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And he's like, no, no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I understand it's your choice. No, it's not. What are you doing? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> After he cuts his life support and he goes to tell the wife, she goes, oh my god, there was still hope. Say <laughs> like, no, there was no hope, but that. <laughs> Cut to the doctor. There was still hope for the guy. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I told him bad news, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it w- been because nice he said he tells him he's like, uh, yeah, I heard the doctor's diagnosis. We're not privy to that information. No, <laughs> again, no foreshadowing on that part. No foreshadowing. Like you know, None of no it. watch. No, like just no, not even him in the background. Uh, you know, deader than a dog. Blah, 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 not chance <laughs> Nothing like that. 
you know, <laughs> so yeah, whisper, whisper, be lucky if he uh, if he ever walks again. Uh, his kids whisper, will walk whisper, before whisper, he does. Meat, whisper, whisper, whisper. <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> nothing along those lines. <laughs> and, the, and the pacing, and then and like in between these scenes of like random, like seemingly random violence because of that, uh, we go on these long dates with with the the cop and his uh, his nurse girlfriend. So were you in the war? Yeah, yeah, I was. Was it good? It was bad. Not as bad as New York. It was pretty bad. Now I don't <laughs> know if that was a joke. <laughs> it was a, if, the, uh, if if that line was like a joke or it's one of those half he, jokes. It's a bad one. Well, it, not as it's bad, bad as New York, but it's bad. The dialogue in the film is not that great. Let's be no, fair. It, well, yes, this is true. There aren't any really great lines. We don't even get like little gems like we did from uh, Savage Streets. This is There's also uh, not true. a lot of originality here. They're just kind of cranking it out. Um, now, we got to talk about the chicken house scene. The chicken hawk. Chicken hawk. <laughs> well, chicken house because it was that was. Uh, that's what she, that's what I think it's referred it. to as a chicken hawk because he buys a guy. Is, no, a guy's a chicken hawk. The place, the place, w- the girl called a chicken house. Oh, right, right. Well, that's what I meant. He's referred yeah. to as a the chicken hawk. Yes, yes, yeah. The guy who uh, ped- we call them pedophiles now. We don't play yeah. around with that that <laughs> cute stuff. Cute and, stuff. And that whenever you say chicken hawk, you think of foghorn leghorn, and that's this. You don't want to make those associations to each other. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. You see, yeah, I bet it's a big cocks on the wall. You see. It's the worst fox or Langhorn I've ever done. No, and I, oh, oh I, I get, um, no, I'll stick with what we're talking about. So, okay. he, so we they do the foreshadowing in this, the, so we know what's going to happen. This is one where we get beginning and the end because he, he, and they don't right out of Taxi Driver. You're correct. Uh, Ginty Pick walks up to a uh, prostitute. Prostitute comes up to him. He's like, oh, you know, how much? And he's like, so he pays her, and you don't know whether he's actually going to sleep with her or if he's just trying to find out like about the underworld or anything. He plays it too close to the vest, where like you're pretty sure he's not even thinking at all. He's just kind of going, you know, doing whatever happens next. Yeah, it's just although it's really, it, you know, I did get the impression that he, if everything was normal, he, he was going to sleep with her. There's nothing that leads you to believe he's not. Yeah. There's really not. There's. It's not. It's not like. I mean, taxi driver. You knew he. He wasn't going to. It was. It was just a matter of. Yeah, he wanted know, it, to. You know. Yeah. Get like you said. Get some information there, or figure something out. And I don't think any of it's intentional in this film. I just think Ginty uh, um, does not emote enough for you to actually read anything into it. He's just okay. And then I go into the process. That's. And that's where I find out. Did he bang her afterward? I bet you he even banged her after he found the burn marks. <laughs> and and the I, burn marks. I, I like them. <laughs> and the burn marks come because uh, we have a flashback scene where she's lured to the chicken house by this guy for a client. And then when she gets in the door, and all right, I don't care what your profession is. If you walk into a house that's cut, that's painted red, and the first thing you see in the doorway uh, of the the leather clad double bolted door is a gimp mask with a mouth zipper hanging on the wall right next to the door you don't go through that door no you, you leave take a couple you take a couple step back and say steps back and no thank you no she walks in la 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 this should be a fun afternoon what do you fight <laughs> oh it, it, this is a nice apartment you have why is there plastic on the walls you know it's just and you know when really? they throw her on the bed and they open her shirt she's not even tied down or anything She's just like laying there. Oh, please but, but, don't! Please don't! Well, 
don't skip over the most important part that the 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 pedophile that wants a three way with a a boy and a young girl right. is David Lipman. Who yeah, it is. <laughs> who, who who's the short geeky bald guy from like what other films has he been in? I, I gotta. Oh, he's let's been look him up real quick. He's been in everything. I'm trying to he's think been, of like yeah. something that everybody would recognize. The state senator from New Jersey. That's his name. It, that's his casting oh. name in this film. Holy shit, he was in the remake of True Grit. I don't remember him in that. I only watched that once. I wasn't a huge fan. All right, I know him from Frankenhooker, mainly. Well, yeah. Weekend I, at once Bernie's 2. <laughs> uh, Frankenhooker, once again, he's getting a prostitute when you meet him. <laughs> yeah. I think he might have been typecasted. Yeah. Like every, <laughs> film, every film I have to pay for sex. I don't understand this. He was in Bonfire of the Vanities. God, I don't remember I, him from I, there. I don't remember. I don't remember him in that. It's been a while. Uh, but so, so when she refuses, they decide, well, we'll we'll learn her, and they they uh, torture her with a soldering iron. Yeah, and one of now, those uh, large tool soldering irons. And they drag her into the red room. You know, there's like some, ha- you know, just just hang some uh, handcuffs on the wall. There you go. It's, it's a dungeon. And in <laughs> in the foreground. Very prominent display. It's a nice big jar of Vaseline. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I, I don't understand the logic of dipping the soldering iron in the Vaseline. Uh, the only thing I can, uh, the only way I would explain that is that it looked cool when it made smoke, the oh, burning, sizzling cool. sound. That's the only thing, because just, yeah. hopefully nobody on the set. Says, yeah, no, you you want to put it in the Vaseline because it's like, no, 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 it, it, it's gonna look cool, you know. That's it. That's the only thing I can go by. When you have a burning in- implement, you don't lube it. It just seems yes, it, it's. Who knows? Maybe it scars but, better with the the Vaseline. Well, Who knows? What the problem? The problem is the camera lingers on it so long that it gives you the time to look at it and go, yeah, that lube's just uh, evaporating right off of that. That's not having any effect whatsoever. Why do they bother doing that? They hang on it too long. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it goes from that looks cool to I don't think that's practical. It gives you too much time to think about it. <laughs> now, we're going to come to the part you were just talking about. Yeah. So Ginty finds out from the girl what happened. He comes back. Uh, probably the most original line he ever gives in the film says, Hey, so I got some chicken to sell. You hungry? <laughs> And like, I get it. He wants to sell me underage boys for prostitution. Come on in, sir. Come on in. Now, he, so he he takes the the I guess the brothel manager or I don't know what we call him, and he uh pimp sorry pimp pimp. He puts him in a room, covers him with a uh, uh, lighter fluid, and sets him on fire. As right. he's doing it, as you mentioned in the Blu-ray release, there is a there's like three pictures on the wall of like naked people or what have you in some form of undress. And one of them is blurred out. Our copy, anyway. The one that we, we reviewed. I found the unblurred copy. You did. Now YouTube has, YouTube has the entire film to watch. I just linked it tonight on Facebook. Oh, nice. And it's, it's the VHS version. I've already taken a screenshot of that and blown it up and put it on the Facebook page. If you want to look right now. I do. Because I can't, now, I can't be- figure out what the hell it is. Because here's the thing. Somebody online uh, said that it's it's supposedly just a close-up of some dude's leg. That it's actually, it's not a close-up of a penis. I can't tell what it is. Maybe you're, you're a better man than I if you can figure it out. Because 
It could be a chicken leg. It could be like, to me, it looks like a a midget in a Dr. Seuss hat. It could be a lot of things. It could be a nose. To blur that. Yeah, that's stupid to, to, to blur that. You can't even tell what the fuck it is. But I can see how it might be a leg because of the way it's, it bends. Or an arm, but an arm bends like that, too. I don't know why. Yeah. It... No matter kinda, what you It kind of looks like surrealism art. It, yeah, it looks like a dolly looks sketch. Like, it does, I was it just going like... to fucking say a dolly sketch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I win. <laughs> you win. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. It could be a chicken wing, <laughs> like you said. It really could. It really could. Uh, to to, it's almost like the MPAA said, "What is this picture on the wall?" And someone said, uh, "I don't know. I think it's. I think we put it in there. I think it's a someone's penis. Oh, that needs to be blurred. Well, we're not sure. Well, now that you said it might be, it's got to be blurred. I if they had just act- said that is some dude's leg, it probably wouldn't have been blurred in the Blu-ray rip." I, w- I would the, almost the, the, believe the Blu-ray disc. I could I could almost believe that they resubmitted it for an MPAA rating again, and, they, and someone said, "Yeah, that looks like a penis. You better you can't have that in there." I but could you know what? That. The very next shot has the police chief and a reporter walking like into frame, oh, and yeah. there's nothing but naked dudes on the back, and one of them has like some huge erection. And they all not- all the all genitalia is exposed, but one dude has like huge erection, and you know what? You know it's some naked dude, not like this picture. And and let's not ignore that there's also a a burned corpse oh, on yeah. full display as well. And if that, you notice that, in that one shot, they I don't know if it's purpose or if it's just some uh, some great timing, but there's smoke that comes up right from his his genitalia, just like this little whiff of smoke. <laughs> I do not give them credit for that being on purpose. Yeah, um, so I don't know. You know what? How much you want to bet it actually is a dolly sketch, and they just couldn't get the rights to the copyrights to show it. You know it. what we should do? We should turn that. We should turn it upside down. <laughs> Reverse it upside down. Now it looks like a penis. Now it looks like a penis. No, now it, it looks like no. no. <laughs> now I need to bring up briefly. Uh, oh yeah, but he kills. Um, he kills what's his name? Uh, uh, David Lipman. And then when the cops come later, said, "Who is that guy?" He was some senator from New Jersey. Of course he was. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of references to Jersey, like the mob, the mobster, the meat mobster. And He's none, from Anglewood, New good. Jersey. No, yeah, none of them are good references. We don't. We, we don't. No. It's an I. It's an I hate New New York movie. And you know what? I, I don't. I really don't like New Jersey either. <laughs> I I even love the fact that during the scene where you have Ginty walking through Times Square and people just like touching him and him was like. Yeah, just, <laughs> just coming through, just cringing, coming through, just cringing at me. the sea of humanity is walking through, and then they do a far shot of Times Square, and right across the the, the little marquee is the "I Love New York" logo. Right, and like so, probably the, the most genius part of the film It's just just yeah, that sums it up right there. <laughs> the city sucks. <laughs> but what I wanted to point out is I got I'm pissed off because uh, since we're talking about fire, when he sets that guy in fire. You know, we have two scenes where they use fire, but the, when he has the flamethrower and he threatens the guy at the beginning, and he says, "Tell me where your friends are." So, oh, they're at the street thing. He says, "I'm going to come back if you're lying." And then he goes there, and then they show them there, and they're and they're and Disco Inferno is the song. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you're like, oh, haha, that's funny because he's going to burn them now. But they didn't bring the flamethrower. No. Why no. go through the trouble of making that link and then not following through with it? The, it's got to be one of those things where they had him playing around with a flamethrower, probably intended to do things, and decided that he was either too dangerous or uh, maybe... I can't imagine they didn't have the budget, but but they said, you know what? Let's put it on the poster anyway, because it's cool, and it we'll get away with it. It definitely has the feel of one of those types of films that were rewritten a lot as it was being filmed. Yeah. You really get that feeling. <clears throat> <laughs> They're at the dinner table at the, at the homestead, New York's oldest steakhouse. That's what it's... I wonder <laughs> if that's place even still exists but well what's funny is you know (laughs) the one guy is talking to his chick and he pulls out a breadstick and he breaks it in half for some reason (laughs) i just i'm watching i'm like why did he bother breaking it in half just take a fucking bite out of it (laughs) he's he's making a point joey (laughs) he's making a point no i think what he what he was doing in that moment he was trying to act (laughs) just a big stupid thug now the scene is uh is is on where he drugs him and, and 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 you're right. It's he like just, he, <laughs> he just gets out of the garbage can. That <laughs> <laughs> what, what would been what, again. If I'm remaking the film, I'm making it that he was there all day waiting for this guy to come. So when he gets out, like gar- like used paper towels and like it just shit would come <laughs> out with him. He's he's covered in filth and wet napkins and. <laughs> and at what point did he think it's like he's gonna have to go to the bathroom at some point? It's like. What if he has a great bladder? <laughs> You're waiting in a garbage can for nothing. Definitely not. Definitely doesn't take the time to stake it out. It makes you appreciate films like The Punisher, uh, the remake. Oh, they the, do show they how do. he gets out. They go. He goes out through the window in the bathroom. I, I, I. You know what? I, I, I apologize. I forgot that part. And I still call bullshit on that, though. Oh yeah, because the bodyguards. Yeah, right. The bodyguards right outside the door. Now, okay. Another example of something missing from the film. Uh, we know at one point uh, we, we get the name The Exterminator. Another example of how this shit was written last minute, most likely, because it's a voiceover radio show where, or a television show where um, you, you're just listening to the newscasters. Uh, this note was delivered to us, and it's uh, I'm, the, streets, the streets are going to be rid of the scum of the earth. Uh, I am The Exterminator. <laughs> so, oh, so he <laughs> named himself The Exterminator, yes, and everyone just went with it. Yeah, because they probably, uh, you know, were watching uh, the film in the editing room, and it's like, yeah, we just, I don't know. They just start calling him the exterminator, and we don't have a reason why. We need voiceover. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely one of those fix-it-in-post moments. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing is, too, um, with the bodyguard situation, that scene is on now where he's hanging above the meat grinder, and... Uh, he he says that his two bodyguards and his chick, they all went home. What? <laughs> what are these guys? It's like he went to the bathroom. He never came out. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's like what, what's going on? <laughs> what do I pay you guys for? <laughs> Call the cops or anything? Or uh... that's just poor writing right there too. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> uh, this is it's the like, mob boss. Again. He obviously controls meat trade in the whole goddamn country because the government's coming to him to lower prices, and you just walk away. He doesn't come out of the bathroom, and you don't think that's a problem? I, you know what? I can even see 
like uh, who who plays that character? Tony. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Chicken it's... Pimp. I don't know. Gino was that Gino? Uh, it's an Italian yeah. name, so I'm assuming that was him. Well, yeah, no, it's it's Gino Pontavini. Hey, okay. so the actor Dick uh, Bocelli. Uh, I, I can that guy is there. still alive. I believe it. <laughs> I can see him hanging there and like actually saying to like the director or some like Lincoln House or somebody that, hey, you know, wait a minute. If he got me out of that, how come there's nobody looking for me? I mean, <laughs> wouldn't they come here looking for me? It's my place. I mean, how? What is that? Oh, you know. That's a good point. Can we just get some dialogue written real quick? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I'll just say, they ran away. So you can, you know, what, I mean, okay, whatever. I'm hanging up here. I'm getting, it's getting sore. Let's get, continue. <laughs> <laughs> you can see, you can almost see that. Here, here, did, all right, you're, are you the only person that got very confused when, uh, I think around this part, it's before the chicken hawk scene, where we meet the, 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 the detective right in the hospital talking to his girlfriend and there's a guy wrapped entirely in bandages that's supposed to be him right no he's dead they ground him up there's no fucking way that's him they say he was dead on the news story oh they did okay i must have yeah. missed it that's some other guy it's got to be cuz they put him in a meat grinder and ground him up there there's there's no cast for that <laughs> this guy's in a this guy's like on a full body cast where you can't even like see eyes and shit. I'm assuming it's a burn victim, but there's no burn scene, which makes me believe that they filmed that and then before they said, you know what, I don't think we can use the flamethrower anymore because Stan got hurt and the guy that you know <laughs> He's gonna sue us if we have it in the film, so we can't use it. <laughs> you know what? That makes more sense. Yes, yeah, so, I mean And and then they said, you know what? We spent I don't know how many thousands of dollars on the burn scene with the flamethrower. We're still putting it on the poster, goddammit, because that shit looks cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the scene where he's like, I'm going to interrogate that guy. I said, but who is it? Is it just some <laughs> other guy he attacked that we don't know about? Are you not telling us everything that happens now? Are we only seeing the highlights of his murder spree? What the fuck? Come on. <laughs> how about make just the whole movie somebody reading the newspapers? Oh, look, and this is when he stabbed the guy. I... <laughs> And I like it when uh, the meat mobster, because it just the scene just happened. He's screaming at the camera. He's yeah. looking right at the camera, going, "Get me out of here!" <laughs> Are you I talking see. to me, sir? Because I'm watching the movie. You're looking right at me. You see, this Are is you... where he pleads to the audience, and the audience has the soul, sir. It's not a. It's not a moment. Uh, uh, I don't know if uh, it's intended uh, to you be, but it's not. Talking to me. <laughs> Are you <laughs> talking to me? <laughs> now. <laughs> The most absurd twist in the film happens when... Now, the mobster angle's great, because, okay, he's going to take an organized crime now, and that organized crime's at the top of him. No, no, no. What happens is, apparently it's two months away from an election, and the White House is concerned that this that, that some guy killing people in New York City might sway the national election <laughs> yeah, away right. from whatever party's in power. What a completely so, idiotic plot point. It's like, it's like something I would have written in high school. It's like, yeah, the CIA gets in there. Uh, the CIA doesn't involve itself with, with uh, you know, internal matters. The CIA is pretty much external. They, they're fact-finding. Uh, you're thinking of the FBI. No, no, the CIA gets involved because they're spooks. What? <laughs> What'd you yeah, yeah, yeah. They send a CIA agent, one, to, to, uh, to you know, make sure that the, the police don't kill them is it by being, you know, like, what, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what, really? I, 
Ray, Reagan or whoever sent this guy down? <laughs> Fucking yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Things are getting and crazy. Was, yes. Who was that guy? It was, it was like, it was like uh, CIA agent Shaw, Patrick Farrelly. I'm not. I don't recognize him. He looked like a, a skinny. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was like Albert Finney on a diet. Yeah. First. For a split second, I thought it was Albert Finney, and I was—I got my hopes up. Like, so, oh, good, because this would be stupid. But no, Albert Finney. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go through the trouble. No, it's—it's just—it's Patrick Farrelly, CIA agent Shaw. That's that. Uh, yeah. So, this, so for some reason, the CIA wants to make sure that it, it's not like now. Like, if you go back, you know what it is too. Again, ripping off from Death Wish. In Death Wish, the mayor doesn't want this guy going to trial. He just wants him to disappear. <laughs> the exterminators. Not the mayor. Screw it. The president wants him gone. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, 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 what did they say? The White House would be pleased. <laughs> or will yes. be pleased. Yes. Yes, that's stupid. So you want him apprehended? I wouldn't quite say that. <laughs> you know what my favorite scene in, in the film is? The whole scene is, I'm going to say, the whole, that whole scene where the CIA guy guy is talking to, I don't know, fucking, ahead of New, I don't know, the mayor? I don't know who the hell that was. But it just, it's so dripping with innuendo that doesn't, it's not even needed. It's just it's like, <laughs> it's like, if, I think it should be taken care of. Uh, the, should, should, should I just make sure he's dead? Is that what you're saying? Because, can we yeah. just like, can we, we can short, you could have called me. Why am I in your office? You could have called me. It would have been a shorter conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, you know what's funny about the meat grinding scene? I'm watching it again real quick. He could have very easily grabbed onto the side and climbed out. His hands aren't tied. Yeah, his hands aren't tied. He could have very easily grabbed onto the side. Oh, and they go, they, they go, they, 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 they cut right to the hospital scene. And there's some dude with a rag on his head with a blood stain on it. There's a dude with a blood stain right in the middle of his stomach, like he got stabbed, and he's just walking around waiting to get in. <laughs> Because it's New York. <laughs> like, that's how crazy shit is around here. Some dude with head trauma, some other dude stabbed in the stomach, they're just walking around the waiting room. And, yeah, yeah, when can well, I get in the, here? I need stitches. It's not even the waiting room. It's like, like yeah, it's just insane. <laughs> uh, but no, what, what, one of my favorite scenes in the film, maybe even my favorite scene, is when he's cooking a hot dog over his desk with two forks and an electrical... Uh, with the light... Uh, it's just a, a lamp, a, a lamp fixture, with yeah. the wiring soldered to two forks. <laughs> I mentioned that to you when you challenged it to me. The only thing I remembered about of the film was that. Oh really? The only, Why don't I remember only, you saying that last? I don't know. It was it was a couple. It was like a couple, few weeks ago. You know, we we've had a Th two week three hiatus. Weeks, three weeks. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's the one thing I I the only thing that really stuck in my head as a child from that was just a wow he's cooking a hot dog on forks that's kind of cool. <laughs> well, there's Which the shows, dude. Uh, there's a dude all wrapped up in bandages, and even go through the trouble to zoom in on him a little bit. Like this guy was important <laughs> a minute ago. <laughs> in a previous cut, maybe. Now, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead because I'm not sure how much else we want to milk on the sun, okay. and. Uh, now we have we had they showed us they have a couple of again the pacing is quick in some areas but then we take the time to watch uh ginty putting mercury drilling holes and bullets and putting mercury in the tips and you know waxing them shut and all this and very delicately going through each bullet and then 
then we they show him take out his this like his kit of military stuff that he has left over from the war hand grenades right. all nicely put in foam and uh uh the other scene so the, you know, there's all these preparations for war scenes and the one the same thing with the cop where he goes and gets his case of goodies out and it's, it's he has like a shotgun in there with six shells and uh some other stuff if you pause that and look the cop also has a hypodermic in there. No, oh, really? I didn't yeah, know. like, like, I didn't, like, I didn't notice. Yeah, it's in the bottom of the case. The f- cops got a fucking like Dexter hypodermic in there. Something shady going on with this cop. <laughs> they all got the same training in the Nam. <laughs> really, they trained them in Nam to, to walk around with hypodermic needles, and there's a vial no. of something in there that he's gonna pump into somebody. I don't no. think it's his insulin. I think that you don't put the, you don't put that in your gun case. No. Yeah, I can't have oranges today. Yeah, it's just too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be, that's yeah. <laughs> it'd be great if there was. There's a chicken hawk guy. Is it me? Or does he kind of look a little like Jose? I don't I think, know. I think I, he looks a little like Jose. Then I'll, then I'll agree. <laughs> uh, why would I argue about that? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's another scene with uh, the, 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 the guy that he didn't kill in the beginning beats up an old lady, so he steals... So the vigilante steals some guy's motorcycle. Oh, right. And then, but then he keeps it. Like he's still riding it around. Exactly, like, he keeps it. He's riding all over the fucking place with it. There's no APB. <laughs> no one. Re- the, the, no there's one nothing. Stolen. No. And 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 the guy goes out of his fucking way because the 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 ghetto ghouls beat the shit out of a little old lady, and he's like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> and then Jinty comes out and just like makes it like he's gonna kill him and steals his bike. What a dick! <laughs> My bike now. Right. It, they, they really should have played it more. I, again, if there was real writing involved in this movie, uh, I, I, the remake he just has to show where he's actually losing his mind. Because then, like, so he 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 drives the motorcycle up to his apartment. He can tell the cops are watching, so he leaves and, and he he calls the one cop from a phone booth. Uh, I, I not sure how he got his number. Did I forget that part? Um, how he got the cop's number? No. No, Roger's they don't. Done. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was almost laundry done tonight, but I told Mary we were recording. I go, what the hell are you gonna do? He, he he calls uh so he he calls the cop. I forget how he gets his number, uh, but he calls him from a payphone in the garbage dump, and tells him to meet him at a, a crane at the shipyard. Crane number and five. Sets up this, crane number five, and then he sets up this elaborate, like, this elaborate uh you know road flare setup and tricks him. All just to turn himself in. Right. Instead of just saying, yeah, you know what, I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> I want to talk to you first, though. He didn't even talk to him. Like, now you no, know what it's like to be a victim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm turning myself in. So, was that it? Was that what I, That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to show you what it was like. To, I, just wanted to th- I just wanted to throw some fire at you, shoot at you once, and, and go boo. <laughs> He's a police chief. He might know. He sees crazy shit all the time. I, the film has so much potential, and they just can't get out of out of that that block of okay, we have to rip off these other films, and and it's never yeah. really they, the, there's there's potential there for some great madness, and it never comes through. Nope. 
that's, that's one reason why I want to see the sequel because I want to see what four years did. Yeah, I bet it's, I bet it's atrocious. I bet it's so I, I, fucking bad. I've heard, I, I've read, that Mary Van Peebles designs the costume for all the street gang people. <laughs> that right there is the tip. <laughs> makes me want to watch it. Oh my god! Let alone the fact that the that what's his, that the the fucking uh, police ah, chief Christopher yeah. George comes back He's... as a totally different character. Wow, that's that's fucking terrible. <laughs> but I died in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. Here's what we're gonna do. Wait Your a name's minute. Jones now. Are, oh, okay. Chris, well, he must. Wait a minute. You're you're what? sure he's an exterminator too? Yeah. Because he died in 1983. Is it? The, am I getting the wrong name then? No, it's Christopher George, Detective I, James I, Dalton. He was in I, Enter I the Ninja the following year. He was in Graduation Day, Fantasy Island, Pieces, and Mortuary in 1983, and then he died. I Everything I read said that he comes up in the sequel. Oh, man. Do you think maybe it's uh, shit they filmed for The Exterminator and they cut into the second on. one? I, I, I will I will solve this to make, make sure that I'm not talking about the wrong person. Blah, blah, blah. What did he die from? Heart attack? But he looked like he was in such great shape. Probably no, I, I got the wrong person. Today. It's the wrong person? It's Erwin Keyes. Erwin Keyes. Who's he? He's the fucking big guy. He's who? He's one of the fucking goons. He co oh God. <laughs> He's the and one he he's to... I, I I I apologize. I I read that totally wrong and got it in my head. He's he's the, the dopey looking guy from like every other movie. The don't sell guy. your dude, don't sell yourself short. If that if he was still alive, he'd be an exterminator too. He <laughs> no, probably yeah, he... because they allude that he dot spoiler that he dies at the end. He might not have died. They might have wrote it that he was a rush to the hospital. His, you know, girlfriend, nurse, doctor, lady fixed him up, and I true. bet he would be an exterminator too if he didn't die a year before the film was made. I, but, no, that's my mistake. I should have looked more into that. I, I just I read one thing and then thought something different. But no, it's it's the it's the fucking bald guy, bald ang big goofy looking gangster. He's one of the he's one he's of the, the guy that breaks that the breadstick that I was talking about. Yeah, he's the one of the two guys. No, he's one of the two guys that drag he drags into the basement, isn't he? Is he a ghetto ghoul? No. Yeah. Yeah, he's a ghetto ghoul. Oh, all right. Never mind. I thought he was somebody he's else. He's the guy that shoots himself in the head in, um... Fuck. He's, he's been in, like, 80 goddamn movies. No, I, I know I know who you're talking about now. I, I, <laughs> I, need, I need to think of, like, the film that everybody would recognize him from here. Yeah, he has, like, those... uh, like, like ter terrible makeup and... Guys in fucking everything. Uh, uh what's the, what's it. the movie? What's the fucking movie? The movie, uh, Motorama. Nobody's seen. Guilty as charged. I love, but nobody else has seen it. Uh, <laughs> zapped. He was in zapped. He was a busboy in Friday the Thirteenth. I totally missed that. Private Eyes. Again, I love that film, but no one else has ever seen it. Uh, The Warriors. He was a policeman, but that's not anything. You know what I think. There's nothing here that's sticking out as what anyone would know him from other than us. 
he's just in if you watch enough films he's one of those guys where oh him again yeah he's in there yeah but there's nothing yeah there's nothing where there's no quintessential him film damn it that's, oh, that's intolerable cruelty by the way that's what i was trying to think of that's what he he shoots himself accidentally because he's using the asman heller comic here, scene there here here's something he was 28 when he did exterminator he looked young, yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you told no, me he, he was, up. if you told me he was forty-eight in Exterminator, I'd believe you. He grew into his age. Leave him alone. They refer to him as ugly in the film. Well, yeah. He, he's gang member. Yeah, real ugly. <laughs> uh, he was in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, he was. I, I remember him in that. In the opening, right? Yeah. No, not yeah. the opening. In the opening, right? Was it not in the In the very opening, in the prologue. You're talking about in the in the store? Yeah. No, it he's was what the... it was yeah, what's his he's face? one of the guys that robs the place. Is he one of the guys that robs the place? He's one of the guys that robs the place. I'm almost positive. I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Now, but I mean, but we sidetracked, of course. We did a little bit. I mean, do I just challenge you to the sequel and get it over with? Because <laughs> if if, if well, we had did the thinking, sequel go theatrical? That's the number one thing. I can't imagine I, that it didn't. I believe I checked and it did. Not much went direct. To, these kind of films didn't go direct to video in 1984. Okay. I mean, in, in these in the days, this, yeah. this kind of quality is direct to video. In those days, this kind of quality was yeah, we need to get it in theaters. Let's see. Exterminator. God, is Jinty still acting? Oh, he's fucking he, dead. He's... What? He He's dead. Jinty's dead? He died in 2009 at age 60. Yeah, but he was From... still working up. Goddamn cancer, man. He did, a lot of, he did a lot of TV shows, but he directed a lot of stuff, too. Nickname, the paper chase guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Told you. You know where he got that nickname. Where do you get that nickname? Paper Chase. Paper Chase. <laughs> he was in Loverboy. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, right. it's Exterminator it's really your, Two. Your, God. It, it's really your just average. It's 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 almost like your template vigilante film. Same cover. Some dude in a in a. Well, he's wearing a full-body hazmat suit with a flamethrower, light lighting shit on fire. Now, I've, I've got two choices. I, now, there's a lot. Actually, there's actually a lot to go from this. Okay. But originally, before I, I started looking more and more at, at the sequel, there's also the film Vigilante, which is you know pretty much okay. This is a vigilante film. It's right. it's that same kind of thing. I, I just I, I just think my I, I, why not. We should just do the sequel. You want to do the sequel? I, I know it's kind of obvious, and you know what? If we had been thinking ahead of time, we would have done both in one show. Yeah. But uh, let's just let's just do Exterminator Two. Get that out of the way. There was no number three, so we're good there. This is true. All right. I. Well, what what was your other choice? Vigilante. Oh, Vigilante. No, let's do Exterminator Two. I have okay. to see it now, because I never yeah, saw right. it. I never saw it. I only ever saw this one as a kid. 
You know what? I think I remember seeing part of it because I there's apparently there's garbage trucks involved. I'll only I, know if I saw part of it when I watch it because I have no recollection of Exterminator 2. I'm going to say now that I remember a scene where he's keeping a guy prisoner in a garbage truck. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's I, just, yeah, okay. That's that's in my head. Like, it's floating out there. So this is You've seen this before. That's all I can think of, though. So... <clears throat> uh, okay. Let's see where that goes. And uh, as far as rating on IMDb, it's currently uh, 5.5. That's a little high. I would say at least a 5. Uh, yeah, no, 5. I'm okay with 5. And in um, some instances, <clears throat> I might actually give it a 4. You know what? I'm going to say it's, 4. But it's, it's, it's fun because of how bad it is. It is, but it's not but fun enough. But the pacing, enough. and it's cut poorly, and it's acted poorly. 4 might be more appropriate. I'm, I, I say give it a four for the body cast guy and for the goddamn date nights. And for fucking holding out, uh, uh, you know, for the flamethrower cover on the poster. There's no, yeah, there's the guy gets flicked in the arm with, with fire. He could have easily fucking grabbed a, a match and did the same thing. Unacceptable. Four it is. Total. Four it is. All right. Well, there you have now, it. Now, and just... just uh, the, the 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 highest score amongst viewers is a six at nineteen point five percent. Wow. Highest demographic <clears throat> at at uh, five point nine is females age eighteen to twenty nine. Lowest demographic is four point nine. Tied males and uh, no, not tied. Uh, four point nine males under eighteen. Jesus. So yeah. Uh huh. All right then. They got a fucking IMDb sta- IMDb staff section for it because they get their own demographic, and it's six and it's only one, only one IMDb staff members rated it, <laughs> and they and they gave it six fucking stars. Uh, it was probably film that they saw when they were a kid. They loved it, and they just can't they they can't give it less. Yeah, they if don't, they're they big- don't care. If it had been half as fun as Savage Streets, I, I, I would would have gone for a five. Yeah. But it's just... What did no, we give I, Savage Streets? We gave that a six, I think. I, I believe so. I don't recall. It was a while ago. I just know it was more than five. Yeah. Because there was something there. You know, there were he was doing something. They, were, they weren't doing anything with this. No. No. And so now we're going to watch the sequel, which I'm sure they did even less with. I wonder if they rushed out the sequel... To compete with Savage Rushed. Streets, no, like, like, because it came out in 1984 with Savage Streets. Hold on, I need to there look and see because rec- it came out September of '84 uh, theatrically. When did Savage Streets come out? Now, man, you type loud. Now, um, it's a soft first touch blood, keyboard. First Bloods came out '82. October, October '84. So Exterminator Two. And Savage Streets were a month apart. Actually, yeah, saying- less, like two weeks. I bet they... Now, when I say rush, they took four years to make the film. But I'm talking about because there was another Vigilante film coming out. I bet that Exterminator 2 tried to get got their film in the theater first. Well, I, 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 what I was going to say is that the Vigilante uh, fad didn't just come and go. It was still going. And then with, with uh, First Blood coming out in 82... Well, fucking and that Death was Wish. huge... 
Just Death, Death Wish, Wish alone made well, like six sequels. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. It kept going. So, yeah. but as far as like fresh films on the scene, new franchises, Rambo in '82, which is kind of your Viet- Vietnam vet uh, uh, vigilante film of a kind, uh, that just just breathed a whole new, not just in the vigilante type stuff, but in the whole thing about the the war veteran coming back. That so that was new life right there. I could see that being one of the reasons as well. You know, figure by the time it's actually in the theaters and doing well, so okay, we should do this. Give them a year to raise the money. And then three weeks to shoot, and then you've got yeah. your sequel. Unreal. But yeah, Exterminator came out September nineteenth. Savage Streets came out October fifth. Just mere three weeks apart. Oh, and one more thing I have to mention. Uh, I am a sucker for when I see a book in a film. Hmm. Oh, Anarchist Cookbook. No. I know Anarchist. Was... No, I know, but when I saw it, I'm like. Uh... It's like anarchist cookbook of course <laughs> well back then it was a big deal yeah back you know in, in the 80s it was a huge it was deal kind of definitely. a big deal when we were in high school well at that point though it was a bit older poor man's james bond was my thing at that point because that was a okay. bit more uh and there, there was also a a, a, a a conspiracy theory out there that the anarchist cookbook was actually written by the government and put out into the counterculture and it had wrong instructions that would have you know cause people that were trying to fight the system actually injure themselves Oh really? Yeah, that. that I that vaguely was, remember hearing that. Maybe I heard it from you. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, no, but what I'm talking about is uh, there's a book I asked you to find me at, at your library system. That's the book on top of the when he moves all the books off the off of his uh, footlocker to get his guns. Yeah. That top book is a, is a book by uh, Sartre, okay. Jean Paul Sartre, and it's a play he wrote that's kind of out of print right now. It's a little hard to find. And I got you dragging it down for me. I just need to know why they put that book on top of there. Because mm. it's not just again, our you know anarchist cookbook. Somebody had enough presence to, to go. Yeah, you know what? He should be reading Star Trek. So being a nothingness. No, 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 not even that. Here, I put this in there. Somebody, whether it was a set designer, director, whoever you, somebody thought it was a good idea to make that character read that book. And I guarantee it wasn't fucking Ginty. And I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I need to know more. I I have a I have the a hardcover of the book Zots on my bookshelf only because it is on the desk of the pornographer's house in the Ed Wood film uh, Sinister Urge. Oh. <laughs> because I know Ed Wood put that book on that fucking desk because there's no way a pornographer would be reading a science fiction book about a magical coin. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> shit like that intrigues me so I need to have this book now so I can find out why Gitti's character would be reading it in between killing uh, you know street hoodlums fair enough and, it, it, I, and, and the name just escaped me uh, but I, I emailed it to you or I am'd it to you you, you did it was uh, the, not the contour the, the, the something of Altona the, the, the captured of Altona the 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 culture, the culture of Altona. No, not the culture. Hmm. Hold on, I got it. Hold on. I have it too. The condemned of Altona. That's it. You it's found, a, it's you found a five it for me. It's yeah, it's a five act play he wrote. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, but now I need to be. So I just wanted to mention yeah, that. Yeah, and I found it in our system. I, there's five copies floating around. I need one of them. 
they're all they're, available. So obviously, of course. you know, it, it you know, it's a popular one. When I say hard to find, I mean I can't, I, I don't want to buy it. I want to get it for free, trade for it, or get it at a library. So now it's hard to find. <laughs> I'm not dropping thirty bucks for it. I, I'm sorry. No, no, of course not. Um. All right. Uh, anything, anything else you want to mention? No, no. That just that I'm looking forward to Exterminator Two now. Uh, I am too. I uh, I saw the trailer for Snowpiercer. I I didn't. <laughs> Is it bad? It's 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 almost like it's like a sequel to Atlas Shrugged. It's a sci-fi movie where society lives on a train going through like a, 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 a an icy wilderness. And there's a whole class structure on the trains. So all the rich people are in the front cars, and they have like music and literature and, and and food and warmth. And then all the poor people are in the back cars. It's the dumbest, most. It's as dumb as Atlas Shrugged. It's just, and it's called Snowpiercer. They're all on a train. What do they do? just infinitely go around and around and yeah, around? Or the train, the, the train, the train just goes around and around. It looks like. Okay, how do they get food on this thing and not sure. fuel it? Not sure. Okay, <laughs> it seems really stupid. Yeah, that was uh, that was my I got that too. <laughs> okay, Snowpiercer. All right, all right. Fine. I'm thinking it's a nose. That picture. I yeah. I wonder if there is uh, if we did an image search for that picture. I don't know if, if it's clear enough. Um, if you want to figure out what it is, go to Facebook uh, and go to the Movie Sucktastic page on Facebook. Check out the uh, the post was made on uh, was made yesterday on the 11th of June, and take a look and tell us if you can figure out what the fuck is in that picture. <sighs> All yep. right, we got a few things to talk about outside of films. Oh, shit, shit, I'm wasting time. I'm sorry. Yes, we need the, the big announcement. Huge announcement. Huge. Uh, S- Scott and I, uh, a lot of the legwork was done by Scott to to get the ball rolling on a Movie Sucktastic app that you can now download for your Android phone. You simply go, there it is. Here, let me get that, uh, let me get that in the frame there. Yeah, there it is. Nice. Very nice. I'll go back yeah. and... Hang on a second. Yeah, let's let's do it right. Come on, you bastard! Hold on, here it is. Apparently, I had thirty. I had it thirty times on my screen. So there's our little icon right there. See the icon? Focus, motherfucker! Click on that little icon, and then we got. Now this is just for the Android. iPhone can go fuck themselves. <laughs> uh, this is the Android app, and so from the Android app here. If you look on the screen, you can see that we can go right to the big. The biggest part is you can now, with the app, stream all of our episodes. Where are the episodes? Why are they not showing up? There they are. There they are. You can see. You can stream all of our episodes live on your cell phone or tablet just by going to the app and clicking on the podcast feed. They're all here. Every single, all the way back to the uh, the the first episode where we kind of the, the the quality of the microphones was not as good. <laughs> The second episode wasn't the best either. Maybe you should start on like also, episode like, like eight. Also, but then then you missed all my references to forced urination, which is kind of you know. <laughs> well, that does happen here, pretty pretty quick. 
And if, if you look, if you look, uh, if you're listening, you can't look. So just bear with me and listen to what the features here. You can also go to our website. You can go to our Facebook or Twitter feed. You can go to our YouTube channel. You can. We have a Flickr page now where you can go and get pictures that we post of movie posters, etc. You can buy merchandise because we are shamelessly whoring ourselves at the same time. Uh, and then you also have direct links to our hotline. Push one button, button, and you've called us. And Ooh. also, you can push a button to to email us immediately. So it's That's even right. easier. It's even easier for you to not contact us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also on there is um, uh, we have merchandise. I just mentioned. I, zo- I zoomed in on your feed so that people get a really good look at this. Okay. And on there, you can buy anything that you want, just about uh, bumper stickers to mouse pads, T-shirts, beer steins, you name it. It's on there. It's and really, go really to, good. And if you go to our Amazon link, come on, you son of a... We also have an Amazon link there, and if you go there, you can find links to recent films we've reviewed, and you can also find... And, and come on. You're on your home Wi-Fi. Yeah, shut up. Of course I know that. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not. I turned my Wi-Fi off. That's why we're having trouble here. But you can, uh, with the Amazon app, you can go right to our little Amazon store here. Uh, we'll get a small percentage of everything you purchase if you purchase purchase it through the link. But we have links to all the recent films you reviewed. And you can also right. purchase uh, books by myself or other books that we think you should read as well. We should put the exterminator on there. <laughs> oh, I haven't updated it yet for this episode. But yeah, that'll be on here too. Very nice. And uh, and if Shout Factory would get back to us, we could actually give a little section specifically for them because we want to whore for them, but they just haven't responded to our pleas to allow us to whore for them. That's right. Um, also, links on there are for our website, our Twitter, our Facebook, I our said YouTube that. videos. I said all did that. you say that? Oh, I'm sorry. I said you all didn't, that. I went down the list. You didn't click on any of the buttons, so. I did not know because I'm not gonna. I I, I don't want to do a. I do enough training on devices and computers during the day. I don't need to spend 15 minutes teaching our listeners how to click a fucking icon. They can figure it out. <laughs> okay. Fair. But go go to the, go to the Google Play Store and do a search for Movie Sucktastic, and we'll pop right up. Yep, we're the only thing called Movie Sucktastic. And exactly, and the app is free, and the app serves no other purpose than to funnel you to our material there, which is mostly free. So there's no reason not yeah, to download. Yeah, I mean, it. if if at the very least. Listen to our shows through it, okay? Uh, you can email us and call us. That's a, at the very minimum. That's all we want you to do anyway. But if you did the other things too, like visit our site, Twitter, buy some stuff, we're cool with that. That would be great. That would. But, I mean, yeah. But the, the, it's there now, and there's an app for that, so fucking use it. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and end the show now. Was oh, that the only thing? Because you said a couple things, but is that it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you lied. Okay. Well, there was more than a couple of things. I didn't. All right. Well, the app is I, one thing. I'm thinking of the app as one. Yeah, thing. I kind of meant a couple of things involved with the app and and all that. But oh, so you're misleading. I got you. A little bit, kind of like the all movie right. Exterminator. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and end this. Uh, I was promised some book and audio, but that never happened. We got an app. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, we did. Sorry I took so long, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, because Scott asked me, he said, take a look at this and see what you can do with it, because Scott did a lot of the work with it, I just kind of fine-tuned it, 
So you, a lot you, of the credit you, you, goes to Scott. The graphics, I, the graphics are all you, sir. A lot of the credit, I think, still goes to you, to be honest. To even, like, to find out about it and, and, and even just put it in my direction. I'm giving what Scott the say? credit on it. What can I say? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Anyway. And we'll, uh, we're going to talk about America on our next podcast, Strangers in a Strange Land, coming up next. That's right. All right. So you can go to our website. Uh and you can download all of our shows there. You can listen to the show live through live stream. We still do that, even though we kind of hate them. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can also go to iTunes and download our shows as well. You can leave reviews when you do it. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and you can you can go to our is it, that's kind of it. We have a YouTube page with videos on there. We have our video podcast. This is a video podcast. I have tons of videos. YouTube's, YouTube is a bunch of dicks. Every time I upload one, it takes a month for you to see it. So I kind of get discouraged and I don't put them up. But I literally have like 70 episodes of video that need to be posted. And we're going to gonna flood them. We are going to flood it. Not today. Definitely. Not today, but I will. Um, and that kind of does and, it. And, and, and we have the app. Go to, go to Google Play and do a search for Movie Sucktastic. If you do anything, download the app. It's fucking free. Why not? And you can access everything he just talked about through the app. That's right. That's the whole reason why we made it. Exactly. It's awesome. So definitely go ahead and do that. So are we. We we are. I'll agree. And remember, if you're lying, I'll be back. <laughs> that nigger was my best friend! Oh. <laughs> Probably my favorite line from Jinty. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Oh, yes. Yes. Bye-bye.